Welcome to Purpose Without Limits, the show which strives weekly to empower you to reach your true potential, to help you understand how a simple shift in thinking can make success a reality, both professionally and personally. You'll learn about business etiquette intelligence and why a first impression is so crucial and the real rules of the game to help you outclass your competition. Your host, Dallas Teague Snyder, is founder of Make Your Best Impression, author of the book Professionally Polished, Business Etiquette Savvy for Today's Competitive Market, and co-author of Executive Etiquette Power. For more, visit MakeYourBestImpression.com. The time to become your best self is today. Here's Dallas Teague Snyder. Welcome to Purpose Without Limits. I'm your host, Dallas Teague Snyder, America's Impressionaire and the host for today's show. We're so excited to have you join us today. And as always, we hope that you take this time to learn one new idea that can change your world. Because remember, it's only one thought away, one action away that can help you reach your dreams and goals. And our guest today is no different. Our guest today is Tara Meyer Robeson, yes, she got married and added her husband's name as well as I did, Dallas Teague Snyder, because we love our husbands, but yet sometimes people just don't want to give us all three names. Stop it. Give us all three names. Anyway, the point is, she's with us today, and she's going to help us talk about getting into the flow, 40 Days of Total Life Transformation. Now, let me ask you, if you could change your life in 40 days... Would you be willing to take that chance? I know I would. What else do you do in 40 days? That's a month and 10 days, maybe nine days. It's nothing. So make sure you stay tuned. And guess what? As all our guests do, she's offering a free bonus. She's going to give a help and transformation meditation specifically designed to help you relieve anxiety, promote healing and pain relief, return your mind and body, and live your life to its full potential. So you'll want to stay tuned to find out how to capitalize on that. So let me tell you a little bit about our guest. She was determined to discover the core connection between life experiences, belief patterns, and manifested disease. Tara devoted five years to studying psychology, quantum physics, energetic medicine, academy, acad oh goodness, autonomy, academy, autonomy. Autonomy, autonomy and physiology and philosophy so she has really studied all the elements that make up our core person her focus paid off because she finally made a scientific breakthrough that became the flow method and that's what we're talking about today a remarkable transformation and healing program that works for all people everywhere so help us welcome Tara the mind and body expert to our show Tara welcome Thanks, Dallas. I'm so excited to be here today. I just, uh, I, I really have been um, very interested in your work, and so uh, it's really an honor to be here. Oh, well, we are just delighted. We are so blessed. We've only been on air for really about six weeks now, and we've been so, um, I, we've just been so blessed to have amazing guests like you to take their time to offer and to give to our listeners, and we just can't thank you enough. Oh, well, I'm really glad to be here. I, I just absolutely love your energy and uh, looking forward to an awesome show. Uh, well, you know, your topic is something that certainly is very intriguing to me. I'd love to know a little bit about how you got started on this path. <laughs> well, that's a story, isn't it? Um, <laughs> we all have one I, of those. <laughs> Well, you know, I think like so many people that find themselves in this kind of work, um, you know, we find a need within our own lives and we need, you know, we want to fill it. We want to figure out uh, an issue with ourselves. And so um, I had a couple of those issues come along. First, 
I was about um, 24, 25 years old, and I developed ulcers, um, mm. which is un well, very unusual for a person that young and, and you know, I was very healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, the doctor said, you know, they were very severe. They were really kind of, um, well, they were bad enough that he wanted me to come back every week until we got these remedied. And I thought, you know, there's, I knew there was a connection to some of the things going on in my life. I had a very stressful job. And I was also engaged to a man that I knew, you know, was just not the man for me and wasn't sure how to kind of get out of it. I think like so many women, you know, who are very nice people and you don't want to hurt someone. And I was literally eating myself alive. Mm. That's the ulcers. Yes. (laughs) Um, With worry about all this. Um, And um, the doctor did put me on medication. But I, I actually got worse on the medication. And I thought, I'm not, I'm not doing this. There has to be a way for me to realign myself and to heal. And sure enough, I went to a yoga class and it was like that opened the door for me to understand that there is this profound connection between the mind, the body, and certainly our energy. Um, And within a very short period of time, I actually healed totally from the ulcers and um, started to deal with some of the other patterns going on in my life as well. Um, But it honestly, the real kick in the booty for me to to develop this was uh, I've been working about 100-hour weeks helping to run a couple of agencies and I developed first developed mono and then I actually worked through mononucleosis I did not take I took a half day off (laughs) Uh. um yeah not smart let me Mm. tell you my spleen was like three times the size it was supposed to be but I thought who's going to take over this for me yeah um, yeah I can't possibly not go in because the world will fall apart Exactly. Yeah. I had the superwoman thing mm-hmm. that I think so many of us do, and I worked straight through it, and I would come home, literally collapse in bed at night with my clothes still on for about an hour after I got home every night and just not move. I just couldn't move mm-hmm. <laughs> for about an hour, and that turned into chronic fatigue syndrome, and I was mm-hmm. really whipped. And the doctor again said, you know, that's totally incurable, and I thought, well, I don't think so. Yeah, I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I thought there has got to be. There's clearly a pattern I see here where I am overworking myself. I am uh, continuing to have these kinds of similar experiences again and again where I'm sort of not asserting who I am and Mm -hmm. I'm giving so much to everyone else I'm depleted. And then I'm developing a disease as a consequence. And that set me out on this sort of five-year quest to figure out what was that connection and how could I develop something that would help myself heal and myself heal my life as well, these life experiences, and then be able to help others. You know, it's amazing that you said something. You talk about the disease. You know, really, if you think about the word disease, it means dis-ease. And when our body is at dis-ease, it causes all those types of things. And 95% of all illnesses can relate back to stress. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I did a lot of this work myself, not to the effect you did, but just to try to find it about, um, you know, going through any type of traumatic experience and, you know, continual stress. And, and you can speak to this, uh, you know, when you're in fight and flight for so for such a long period of time, just in the survival mode, would mm-hmm. you say it's true that when you finally slow down, your body then decides to break down on you? I mean, the reason I say that is because I struggled for many, many years. My mother was bipolar. Mm. I had to try to get her committed. I couldn't. She was homeless. 
Um, you know, so I went through many years of, phys you know, physical, mental, and emotional abuse, but then also having the guilt that I could not help her. But, oh, yeah. yeah, but in the process, so I get married, and as soon as I get married, and my husband is wonderful and just fabulous because, m much like you, I had been in relationships previously that were unhealthy um, mm -hmm. because I didn't realize the value of myself. Mm -hmm. um, but so I get married and my poor husband, I fall apart. You know, I have, I have IBS, I'm getting a colonoscopy and they're like, what are you doing here? You're too young. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so I have all these autoimmune things going on. Mm -hmm. And again, it had to, how, how do I do that? Start doing yoga? How do I get back in balance? Yeah. Well, um, if I may, um, one of the things that I found in my research is that in fact, autoimmune disease, um, deals with a breakdown of the um, family unit and also a breakdown of your feeling of group security. So my assessment would be the autoimmune disease that you're kind of dealing with, and the IBS has a component of self-esteem as well, which you can get into, but um, and it definitely comes from this long-standing pattern that you dealt with with your mom, which uh, had to be just beyond my imagination how difficult that had to be. Um, but, yeah, the autoimmune disease actually deals with, um, if you think about what your immune system is supposed to do, mm -hmm. it's sort of like um, it's sort of like having a big group that takes care of you and keeps you safe from all the things out there that might, you know, hit you or break you down, right? It's like this, it's your shield. Right. Um, and when you have had a situation where your foundation um, is not a secure one, and certainly a bipolar mom that's homeless and you're trying to help her, and oh my gosh, you know, that's definitely a broken down foundation and you just could not have ever felt secure in the situation. Oh, never, no. <laughs> yeah. Very much the opposite, be, yeah. Yeah, a very, in, very insecure. That's literally going to be a, um, a broken down, like the foundation isn't there for you to feel like there's um, a group that protects you, even with your wonderful husband, which is wonderful. What happens is it gets lodged in your subconscious. It's literally tuned in in such a way you dealt with it for so long. It's like um, it's, it's a pattern that's stuck. And you can get it unstuck, actually. Once you know what the pattern is, you can start dealing with it. Right. Um, you know, so the IBS also deals with what you were talking about, sort of that um, uh, self-esteem stuff you had to have dealt with, again, with your mom. So um, between the two things, yeah, it can definitely be dealt with, no problem. Um, I just feel bad you had to go through all that, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's interesting, though, because I really feel, feel like that's given me my passion to, um, sure. to be on the other side of that, of course, and to help sure. other people that stay stuck because, um, yeah, it's just not a good place to be. And I felt like once I finally found, like you said, this wonderful husband, and if it's a subconscious thing, because yeah. it manifests in so many other ways, you know, and I don't yeah. want to get very, um, you know, talk about, but when you're in marriage, you know, the, the marriage issue and the, uh, right. the intimacy and things like that, that also can be affected when you don't, uh, you know, when, if you have a, a, a security issue or an abandonment oh, yeah. issue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. The, the problem is, I think what happens is suddenly you are in a situation, at least this is what I've found in my work, where suddenly this person, you know, really values you and is really trying to make you feel secure, but that actually causes this sort of trigger in you of this, this old pattern that says, whoa, I'm not safe. Is this person going to be with me for the long haul? Is everything going to be okay? Can I feel safe here? Right. Um, and it really, you're right. It finally, um, 
it just calls up all of the stuff. If you can imagine your mind like a remote control and you're sort of tuning into an old favorite frequency, it's like this outside trigger tunes you into this old TV station. Even though it's not what your reality is now, it's unfortunately like somebody did a parental control on your remote control and set it a whole long time ago, and you just have to reset it. Well, and you know, it's interesting that you say that because, and I'm using myself as an, as an experience. I know a lot of our listeners, probably male and female, have experienced similar things and, yeah. um, and probably have the same things that happened to them. But, you know, I, <laughs> I remember coming home one day and, um, or, or what's it? I came, I think so. Yeah, I was coming home and my husband was there and he was watching something on television, standing in the kitchen, watching something on television and I had mm-hmm. something exciting to tell him. And he looks at me and says, can you hold that thought for, you know, can, can we talk about that in a minute? And all of a sudden, <laughs> the, you know, all of a yeah. sudden I weld him and I'm like, no, we can't, <laughs> you know? And exactly. so, yeah. And so I just went upstairs, <laughs> got in the shower because I was like, okay, okay, Dallas, why did you respond that way? You know? Yeah. And I immediately thought, yeah, because it, it, it was never about me. The time it was, I was never important enough, you know, all those things. And then I realized, I told him later, I said, this had, this has nothing to do with what you said. This is my reaction yeah. to it. So, but again, well, you're a smart woman because a lot of people don't recognize that, but that is exactly what it is. Yeah. So is the flow method, is it something that can help people like myself who have been survivors, but still have these subconscious pockets, if you will, that pop up from time to time? Does it actually help you overcome those and, and free them from yourself? Yeah, that's exactly what it does. In fact, um, what I developed is this really cool test that's part of the book, and it pinpoints for you where these unconscious beliefs are, because here's the problem. If you're not conscious of them, but they keep causing you to tune into these old patterns and reactions like you just talked about, Mm -hmm. it's like you can never free yourself of them. You're going, why am I acting like that? Or why is this happening again and again? Or why do I keep picking the same kind of guy to date over and over again? (laughs) Those kinds of things. Well, if you don't know what they are, how can you fix them? You can't. So people are walking around very frustrated, trying to do something uh, good for themselves, and they're like, well, how can I, why am I continuing to have these problems? Um, So you take the test, it pinpoints exactly where this underlying belief is, and then it takes you to a workbook section that walks you right through, okay, let's find out exactly what the belief is so that then we can perfectly retune it. It's very easy. The thing that's great about it is it's so easy to do once you know what the problem is. Uh, And so the book really develops a personalized plan for each reader built around their particular needs, the beliefs that are causing them problems, and then um, build around their strengths, how they learn in the easiest ways so it can be as simple as possible and move right into your life. Now, do you think, though, it's something that, um, do you ha- does it actually ask you questions to pull those out? Because sometimes I think, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the reason I'm asking is sometimes there are things that are very surface-oriented, but if it doesn't ask specific questions, you know, it's easy for us to just kind of put that in a drawer, if you will. You know, because oh, yeah. that's our past. We've, we've moved beyond that. We don't realize that it's still there. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. And so many people think, I just was working with a woman, the drawer thing just made me think, I was just working with a woman and she said, well, I feel like I just, you know, I get these letters that I don't like from my in-laws and I just put it in a drawer. And I'm like, Mm. okay, you can physically put it in a drawer, (laughs) but there's no way you're putting it in a drawer. It's not going, it's going into you. Um, Yeah, the the way that test works actually has um, a bunch of belief statements. And what you do is you assess how much you really feel like you believe each statement, you know, whether it's always true for 
you, sometimes true for you, mm. you know, or not true for you at all. And that's the cool thing because what it does, it's pretty, it's a pretty extensive test, and it has to be to be able to to be 100% accurate for people. Um, and that way, it really drills down. It gets away the facade that we all think we have, and it just you just start answering these questions from your gut. And guess what? That's what tells you what is really going on. <laughs> so yeah. Well, you might laugh at this. Um, I laugh at it now, but in, in the process, it wasn't very funny. I had a girlfriend. She, well, I still have a girlfriend. She's one of my best friends from sixth grade, and she um, <clears throat> was really funny because she said to me one day, she's a judge now. She said. D, they called me D in high school. You are the nicest person I know. Why do you keep dating the same guy? And I said, what do you mean? Because I was 31, still single. You know, she's like, um, well, they look different. However, they're the same. And <laughs> they're emotionally unstable. They're, you know, they like your strength, but then they, you know, they freak out, et cetera, et cetera. Well, so I was like, hmm, that was like, well, hmm, I don't know. I never really thought about them being the same. And um, so I went to a Christian counselor, and the guy says to me, well, because your relationship with your mother is healing, you know, you're learning how to deal with that, etc. cetera. Um, this is what, it, this is your normal. And I, I go, that yeah. is insane. And he was like, well, but it's true. You've got to decide that you're worth more than this. Mm -hmm. And until you do, you're going to continue to attract people that are, that are interested in your strength, you know but that are emotionally unstable. And that just kind of hit me like a brick. Now, I would love to tell you that I immediately changed my ways at that point. Mm -hmm. I did not. Uh, <laughs> I continued to have oh, learning, learning experiences, let's call them. Um, but the funny thing was, is I wrote down in, in 1997 a list of what I wanted in a career and also mm -hmm. what I wanted in a partner and things mm -hmm. like, you know, um, someone who makes me laugh. It wasn't like the characteristics as far as appearance. It was, they were really, kind, they were really true core value type things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, share the same faith, you know, this sort of thing. Well, again, I wrote that in 1997. I got married in 2003. <laughs> I met my husband in 2001. Well, the challenge was, as I wrote this down, but I didn't go back to refer to that when I had other relationships. So yep. I continued to ignore that small, still voice or ignore those red flags because I thought, well, this person can add to my life, you know? And I really mm -hmm. believe that until we are whole ourselves, we can't truly be happy with another person because other people don't make us happy. Nope. Boy, Dallas, we must have been separated at birth. Um, yeah, really? <laughs> oh. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had the precise pattern um, mm. myself, and it, it's it's humorous here you say that only because, again, it wasn't funny at the time, but it yeah. is now. Right. Um, I look back, and one of the things I always tell people is um, in my own life and in the lives of others that I've worked with, it's like you could have taken... Uh, you left the body there and switched the head, and it was all the same guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> made it look different. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know it, it, it looked different, but it wasn't a different person. It was the same pattern. And until I sat down, um, after I broke my engagement, I sat down, and I did the same thing you did. Mm -hmm. I sat down, and I said, first off, how am I attracting this kind of person? What is it about me that is causing me to continuously, out of the gazillion guys I could date, choose this type of person again and again? And secondly, what do I want? 
I had a very good friend of mine who looked at me one time um, when I was in the middle of actually breaking my engagement, and he said, you know, Tara, you always date guys because they like you. When are you going to start dating guys because you like them? Oh, wow. How profound. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) And I looked at him. I thought, you know, as a woman, I think what happens, you know, a guy asks you out, and you think, oh, he seems pretty nice. You're flattered. Yeah, exactly. But it's not, we aren't the ones saying, wait a minute. I like this guy because of these qualities that are important to me as a human being. And I finally, that just changed everything. I said, I am not settling. I am going to be by myself and work on myself until I am in the right place that I find the right man that meets these, this exact list. And, and I did, and so much more than that. My, my husband's truly my soulmate and is um, just a remarkable human being. Ten years later, um, I, I love him more today than the, than the day we got married. So. Oh, what a testimony. And, you know, the thing is, is that that's exactly how I feel. And, and again, it's those triggers. I remember coming back yeah. and had a surgery, and Delta wanted to charge us like uh, $800 a ticket to come back home because because I had a oh, wow. um, had a problem with the surgery I had to go into intensive care and so forth and Ted oh, wow. we were just dating at the time, but I remember him saying to me I was like eight hundred dollars a ticket we can't do that we can't afford that you know and he goes mm. Dallas it's only money, and oh, you wow. and you know what the whatever the universe you know God who whatever yep. whatever you believe that was what I needed to feel like whoa that just kind of nurtured my soul and then of course oh, yeah. I found a way to get home on Southwest and we got, got home <laughs> for four hundred dollars but but, no, but yeah. his but his attitude yeah. was the beautiful support of you and prioritizing you and your health over anything else that it told you a great deal about him at that moment Ex- I would think oh yeah I I knew then when I when he said that to me I knew that if things were to mature and go on that I could certainly be comfortable. And I remember saying to myself, if we ever had children, we don't have now, but if we ever had and something happened to me, uh, I would be completely comfortable in heaven knowing that he was there taking care of them. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember saying to him, I told him that one day and he said, he almost got tears in his eyes, and he said, "That is the biggest compliment you could ever give me." Oh, now think of most—we all choked up. I know, <laughs> so and think sweet. of yeah, but think about most men. They'd be going, "Oh, what? That's weird," <laughs> you know. Yeah. So you found your perfect match, though. I mean, yeah. you broke the pattern, and what a what a thing to say about you that you did that on your own and you figured it out and you broke it and you were strong enough to do that and and wise enough to do that. So that's. That's incredible. Well, I still think I need the flow and maybe or maybe <laughs> because because I'm still, you know, I still have these physical things that, you know, yeah. I know mentally. In fact, my husband says, I can't believe you ever put up with that. He says crap because he said <laughs> I had the I had the hand, you know, up like the um, body language, the hand up, not really, but kind of the virtual hand going, uh uh-uh. uh you know, like tell it to yep. the hand. He said, you yep. were just so defensive. And the thing about my mm. husband is he moved like a turtle, but that's what I needed because people would, <laughs> you know, you know, because, because in the past it was just all whirlwind kind of stuff, uh-huh. you know, and yep. he kind of snuck up on me. But, um, so tell, us, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about the retreat that you do. I'm very intrigued about that because, uh, I'm sure there are others listening that maybe they didn't even realize that some of the reactions or physical ailments are going okay. back to some of these past experiences. Yeah, sure. Um, the retreats I do, it's definitely a, a passion of mine. Um, I, I take about 8 to 12 people, no more, um, because I, I, I really focus on giving each person the personalized attention that they need and deserve um, in order to heal everything in their life, whether it's their mind or their body or whatever's going on. 
Um, and so we basically do kind of a four-day intensive at the Ritz-Carlton here on Amelia Island. Mm-hmm. And um, so they get a very luxurious um, experience as well. I, I feel like people, you know, in order to change, sometimes just getting out of your normal day-to-day life and getting and feeling like you are supported and everything's taken care of for you right off the bat is relaxing, you know. Right, it right. really mentally helps you. And then we really um, – really go into it and we do a lot of wonderful exercises uh, I help each person figure out well one one of the things I'm very proud of is every single person walks out of there knowing their life purpose we work um, on really coming up with that core statement that says I am this person and this is my purpose here on this earth and um, I think that's really beautiful because I've seen people I mean that to me I watch people light up mm-hmm. you know what for the first time, perhaps in their lives, they have looked basically into the mirror of their soul and been able to understand who they really are in this world and how valuable and beautiful they are. And at that point, they can go forward and do any work that they do, be connected with that life purpose, and um, really make an impact on the world. So we do that. We do a lot of work on mind-body healing. And um, I'm very proud to say that actually 100% of my retreat guests have had successful transformations in the four days. I also, after that, um, I do a six-week follow-up because what happens, of course, we do these great retreats, right? And, you know, it's just like going on vacation. You come home and you think you've learned all this stuff about yourself, and then, bam, there's real life. Right. So I want <laughs> Life sets to... in. <laughs> exactly. And so I want people to be able to integrate it into their um, real lives, right? They've, they've learned all this stuff. I want them to be able to take the tools back to their life. So we do a six-week follow-up. We do weekly calls, um, and uh, they get support messages every single day from me for 40 days to make sure that they've been able to constantly get the support they need to integrate this properly into their lives and to make a long-lasting transformation, not just a temporary one. So uh, so it's a really a life transformation, not a, not a retreat for a momentary <clears throat> transformation. It definitely. It's mm-hmm. definitely for people who really are looking to make um, a beautiful change in their life and just um, realign everything in their life to go in the right direction to be a lot easier. Well, and you know, I can just hear it in your voice. You just have this love for people. And I'm sure that when you're in an environment that's surrounded by love, um, Mm -hmm. that that really helps that environment and helps facilitate that as well. Um, Yeah, it does. I do. I mean, that is like the best thing in the entire world to me is to just watch someone. I mean, you literally watch people, and I'm sure you work with people in the same way. You watch them transform in front of your eyes. Right. And it's the craziest thing. <laughs> Every single time it happens, I'm in awe. But <laughs> it's just amazing. They literally walk taller. They look younger. I mean, they carry themselves differently. It is unbelievable. They're literally def- different people in four days. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. But it happens. And I know you do so much work with people, and I'm sure you see that kind of stuff. Well, I, I do, and it's just, it's amazing, you know, just to see a light go on and have them have a, a new belief about themselves and just, yeah. you know, just their step is lighter, and uh, anything that we can do to help them while they're here, their time here on earth, you know, what they say matters, you know, in between the dashes, and, um, you know, and the life dashes, so it's better to get on, you know, on course now and stop struggling through life, but enjoy what we're meant to be here to do and, and the yeah. people that we connect with. Well, one of the things, you know, we, we 
we have such a uh, short time because we want to be uh, cognizant of the folks out there. You know, nobody has time anymore, but we want to make sure to get great guests like yourself to them. But we do have a listener mailbag, and Gail from Maryland wants to know if what is some, one thing I can do starting today that can help me on a path to, you know, to getting flow in my life? Just one thing, if you could advise our listeners. One thing I would absolutely do um, is to, just for today, uh, to make an effort to not be judgmental of mm. anyone around you or yourself. <laughs> oh, that's big, now, yes. <laughs> it's a big one. Yeah. Um, however, I do challenge people, if you can just start for five minutes, to not judge yourself. I want you to recognize when you get up in the morning, what is the first thing you think in the morning? And what is the first thing you think when you look in the mirror? Is it, you know, oh, God, you know, my hair is a rat's nest and I look this and blah, blah, blah. Or can you stop yourself and say, you know what, I am a beautiful spirit and I am going to bring beauty to other people's lives today. And just stop yourself for a moment. Stop judging yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself because, you know, we are all human. We are all here to learn. Um, and that is probably one of the best things. Notice if you're around people that are very judgmental and they're gossipy people, putting other people down all the time, get away from them. Mm -hmm. um, remove yourself from the frequency because it will bring you down, and it's just going to tune you into more negativity, more gossip against yourself, more criticism against yourself. Um, so get away from them. Try to... Um, as I say, you know, start to notice right now, right now, wherever you are, if you're at work, if you're starting to think to yourself, you know, uh, something negative about someone else, something judgmental, take a deep breath. Realize that that person is also human. They have um, triggers, just like we've been talking about the entire time. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what their past was like. That's right. Um, and realize that it's probably, if they're being, you know, contrary, it's probably not honestly directed at you. It's probably a trigger from something that's gone on in their past. Take a deep breath. Try not to judge um, and uh, just recognize that in themselves uh, or in, in who they are. You know, and it sounds to me a word that comes to my heart is 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 be graceful, be offer grace to yourself and to others. There you and, go. Uh, yeah. yeah, give them the benefit of the doubt, unless they continue to hurt you and abuse you. Oh, yeah. Then get boundaries. That's a different topic. <laughs> That's a whole different topic. Um, love to talk on that one because I'm definitely one that I work on a lot. Oh um, yeah, me too. So um, <laughs> we'll do that the next time. But uh, well, so uh, I know we have a great bonus. Tell us a little bit about that, and then tell us how we can reconnect with you either for the retreat or, or perhaps. Uh, personal coaching or, or other things that you offer? Sure, and I'm actually really proud of the bonus because it is something that I use in the retreat, and I'm, I'm happy to offer it to your listeners today. Um, it's, a, it's a healing and transformation meditation. So if you have uh, any pain, any disease going on in your body, uh, if you're just feeling really stuck in your life right now, this is a terrific thing to listen to. You can either listen to it's a half an hour. You can either listen to it as you go to sleep at night. So anybody who's dealing with insomnia or having a hard time falling asleep, it's a fantastic thing. My husband listens to it, and it puts them out like I don't even want to five seconds in. Um, <laughs> Um, so you can either fall asleep at night and listen to it, or it does also give you instructions at the end if you need to wake up and proceed on your day, if you're listening to it during the day. Okay. And um, you can just pop by my website at um, Tara, T-A-R-A, Meyer, M-E-Y-E-R, Robson, R-O-B-S-O-N.com. You'll see a little thing in the right, upper right-hand corner that says free education, and just click it. And you'll be able to click on through to get your free meditation, and you can you know be able to download it instantly. Oh, great! So it's something they can use use ongoing. 
Exactly. It's a tool you can pop in, listen to, download to your iPod. Um, you know, and I do really recommend that for real um, growth and for help with this, I would listen to it every night for at least seven nights because it really does have a, a good impact on your mind and your body. Well, I, and, and I completely concur with that. And I don't know about this one, and I'll be sure to sign up and get that myself. But I used some um, meditation tapes with the IBS and really got a control o- over that. Oh, so, good. Yeah, know, that's wonderful. Yeah, putting that in your subconscious mind and just, you know, letting go of things that you don't know about. But I'm really, so I'm very eager. I'm certainly going to sign up for that. So, all right. right, guys. Well, you have heard it. Don't wait. Take advantage of this wonderful offer and begin your healing and transformation today. So, uh, well, Tara, thank you so much. And I look forward to collaborating with you. And maybe when we do our Purpose Without Limits Women event, you you can be with us and we can do some more things down the road. I would love it. I think your message is beautiful. And I just know you're making a huge difference in people's lifestyles. So thank you so much for having me here. Oh, my pleasure. Well, my friends, we always deliver, and today is no different. And I thank you so much for spending your valuable time with us. And be sure to go to our website, PurposeWithoutLimits.com. Make sure you register for the free gifts. We are basically putting many things together to help you be your best self and making sure that you definitely adopt the idea that you can do anything if you just put action to it and we're excited to help you along the journey be sure to share this with your friends and family post it on facebook and we we want you to spread the word Uh, make sure that you're a gossip girl about us because again or gossip guy i should say we're very very excited about the opportunity to share and encourage you to be your best self so join us next week and we'll be talking about getting out of the muck and getting on with our lives so stay with us uh, as we go through these processes and make sure to join us on the website at, again, PurposeWithoutLimits.com. Have a fantastic day and keep smiling. You've been listening to Purpose Without Limits with your host, Dallas Teague Snyder. Dallas is founder of Make Your Best Impression, author of the book, Professionally Polished, Business Etiquette Savvy for Today's Competitive Market, and co-author of Executive Etiquette Power. Visit MakeYourBestImpression.com for more information.